up your whole body, Karen. Welcome everybody, Nez back, 31 days of horror, I don't remember what day this is, but here we go, I'm coming at you with the 1981 Joe Dante classic, The Howling. What do you see? The Howling. Somewhere in the city. In this human jungle, it begins. Just try. He's right there. What do you see? What's there, Karen? What do you see, Karen? What's there? Somewhere in these woods, in this primal, sensuous, secret place, lies an experience too terrifying for words. And now, all anyone can do is watch and wait. Tonight, I'm going to show you something. Make you believe. The Howling. Imagine your worst fear a reality. That's what it says on the poster. Uh, I really love this poster. If you guys haven't seen it, just search Howling and you'll see it. But I always thought it was cool the first time I seen this poster at the Parkway Theater around the corner from my house. Going, oh my God, this looks good. I mean, obviously, you know what it is when it says the Howling. Uh, yeah, no internet, no nothing. They rarely showed horror trailers uh, on regular TV. So. The only way to see these things was to go to the movies or pick up Fangoria, which I always did. So I knew it was a horror film. So I was like, oh, sweet. Cool. I'll check it out. This is uh, a film that just, I mean, early 80s, man. I mean, there's always been werewolf films, but this is probably one of my favorite. Uh, American Werewolf in London probably being my favorite, all-time favorite, uh, as well as Silver Bullet. Uh, I do love that one. And uh, a bunch of uh, old school. You can't can't forget the Universal Monster, uh, the Wolfman. So uh, it's all good. But uh, after a bizarre near-deadly encounter with a serial killer, a television newswoman is sent to a remote mountain resort whose residents may not be what they seem. Directed by Joe Dante, written by Gary Bradner and John Stiles. And someone else, but I don't know. Uh, but this is uh, it stars D. Wallace, um, Christopher Stone, uh, Blen- Blenda, I think that's how you say her name, Belosky, 
and Kevin McCarthy, Patrick McNee, Dennis Dugan, and uh, the beautiful Elizabeth Brooks. If you guys remember her, she plays Marsha Quist. Um, this film, and also, I can't forget uh, Eddie Quist, who's played by Robert Picardo. Uh, you guys might have seen him in a ton of other things. I mean, he's been just all over the place. I think one of my favorite things uh, that he has done uh, I'm not much of a Star Trek guy, but if you guys know who he is, yeah. Uh, but I liked him as uh, the cowboy in Inner Space with uh, Martin Short and Dennis Quaid. Uh, I thought he was hilarious in that. But he's been in a ton of things. I didn't even realize this was him uh, until recently. I mean, I, I see this. I've, like I said, I've seen this back in the day, and I've seen it uh, since. The, I don't know, many times since. And I just must have never really paid attention on uh who uh eddie who who eddie quist was so but yeah i mean this film is really cool i mean i love d wallace she was cranking out the films uh back in the day but she's still out there doing it man i just saw her in uh a film which uh, i will review at another time well you already heard my review but then again you guys know i said we're doing we're doing a we're kind of making a jump on these so i'm recording a lot of these earlier so uh yeah this is one of them so uh, but yeah, the howling. Um, this film was cool, man. I mean, I really love uh, werewolf films. So, especially back in the day, man, the, the, with the awesome effects of Rick Baker and um, is it Rob Botton or Rob Botine? I don't know. Like I've said his name before, I've heard it uh, many different ways. But um, yeah, those two guys, plus their their whole crew that, that that's with them. Um, but yeah, this, this was, this was pretty awesome. It was kind of, um, I remember the first time I'd seen this, um, I was kind of like, okay, it starts off a little, uh, eerie. What, what, 81, somewhat 10 years old. You got 10 year old Nez sitting in the theater watching this. Uh, I had to sneak into this one. I went and seen someone else, but they, back in the day, they, and it was weird at Parkway Theater. Sometimes they didn't care how old we were, but then sometimes they did. Oh, you can't see this. It's rated R. So. This is one of the ones when they, they called me on it. Now, oh, week. well, let me go see this. And then I just ended up sneaking in to watch The Howling. Uh, so, but, uh, but for those of you that were about my age uh, back in the good old days, um, not like you new guys now, man, where you got uh, uh, porn basically <laughs> in your pocket on your phone. But um, we went to the movies, and that was like, the, or if you had lucky enough to have cable, uh, that time and saw the the little the little skin flicks and everything the little soft core porn ones they had on Showtime and Cinemax and all that. Uh, you got to see those, but um, it was tough for us back in the day to find uh, uh, Playboy magazines or what have you, much less a VHS tape of of something. But anyway, we went to the theater to watch these our movies. It's <laughs> only where we got to see stuff like that yeah the struggle was real back in the day that's why man you kids kids these days you guys are lucky uh but anyway um so it's it starts off i mean i'm not gonna run through the whole plot of other film. you guys have already seen it and if you haven't seen it do check this film out but it starts off with uh d wallace's character karen white she's a uh, los angeles television news anchor uh and she's all she's just being stalked by uh uh, a serial murderer that turns out to be Eddie Quist. So he, she kind of uh, agrees to meet him at this little, um, little porno shop. I don't know somewhere in L.A. 
those little those shops are they're still out there everyone but and some of some of them not all of them have these little booths where, where you can go watch clips of I've never been one in myself. I peeked in one. It's just, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> um, anyway, so she was in there, and she goes in and puts her quarter in or however much it costs. I wonder if they take quarters now, or is it just a swipe of the card? I don't know. I, I, I don't even know where uh, one of these are, but I'm sure they're still out there. But anyway, um, so she goes in there. And Eddie kind of pops up behind her. She's uh, basically watching, I don't know, whatever's on, somebody getting raped or something uh, that's on the screen. And he's just saying, like, the illest stuff to her. And, uh, oh, excuse me. And she's just getting freaked out. So, I mean, but overall, man, it basically was a, um, uh, a scheme to try to get Eddie arrested because she had, the, the police were in on it, so everything starts to happen and he's talking to her and then you can see him 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 he's starting to change and uh he's turning into something at this point we're not too sure uh what it is so she turns around to see him she screams the cops come running in boom 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 uh, and they shoot eddie and then she kind of just kind of blacks out so i mean the whole event at the beginning of the film she's just kind of traumatized by the whole thing just seeing eddie and hearing his voice and all this so uh, one of her doctors is kind of like, hey, man, I think you should just take a break, go drive up the coast, and um, just get away for a while. Try to get yourself back together. He kind of recommends her to go to this uh, resort on the countryside uh, to, to uh, just you know, one of those little bed and breakfast type of places. So uh, they end up, her and her uh, husband end up going up there. Uh, this is, her husband's name is Bill. And he is played by Christopher Stone. So they go up there and they're just a slew of, of different characters that, that they come across. And uh, I mean, just like your, your normal country folk up there living and just, I don't know, man, these type of films like that, you just can't trust uh, an honest looking face. Man. You, you just, so you always, I mean, me for me, when I go places and everyone just seems a little too happy, uh, too too much movies uh, that I've seen. I always just think the worst of man. There's these guys are too happy. Something is going on here, and that's exactly how these people are. They're too happy. They're too nice, and you suspect something is going on. Well, of course you suspect something going on. This is a movie. So, but the only one that really stood out was like uh, some nymphomaniac chick named uh, Marsha Quiss, uh, Eddie's sister, and uh, that's played by. Um, uh elizabeth brooks um yeah oh she was uh she she was rough uh <laughs> she was she was pretty hot and uh and tempting and everything um she passed away at the age of 46 back in 97 i'm not too sure on uh what she had passed from but uh i, I really loved her in, in this in this film so uh, she's just really uh, trying to seduce Bill, uh, Karen's husband, and he's just like, "Yeah, come on, uh, I'm married, and uh, I can't go for that." But so all why all of this is going on? I mean, there's just kind of weird things going on. There's um, uh, th- by this time, this is when um, uh, the werewolf attacks start happening. So 
it, it's, it's yeah because uh one of one of their friends gets attacked uh by a werewolf um bill also gets scratched by one and then uh they kind of realize that this whole colony there's just, just something weird going on uh within this film um yeah, but yeah, I'm not going to run into the whole thing for, for those of you that haven't seen this film. Uh, I'm not too sure where it's streaming, but I'm sure it's streaming somewhere or it's out there. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely check this out. I have this on VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray. Um, I just picked up, uh, I had the regular Blu-ray, and then I picked up the uh, Steelbook uh, from Comic-Con from uh, Shout Factory. Shout Factory, Scream Factory, one of them. So, uh, I love the transfer and everything. There's all kinds of... Uh, uh, extras on it and uh, uh, hollow grounds with uh, what's his nuts? <laughs> I just saw him at Monster Palooza. What the heck's his name? Um, the guy that does hollow grounds, uh, Sean, what's his face? Um, is that his name? Uh, I think so. Let me let me look it up. Uh, hollow grounds. Let me see. on here but anyway yeah that guy uh, the punk rocker looking guy uh but yeah there's all kinds of stuff uh, extras on here so it's really cool i love i really love the hollow grounds thing because they always go to the um the different uh locations for all these films so uh just yeah i mean it's really cool but th this film this film is awesome and what i really love about this is the uh the um the effects uh the the rick baker and all those guys uh robotine and or whoever however you want to say his name uh the effects that they did for the for the werewolves um this is all before cgi so this is the the practical effects and the the practical transformations yes they look cheesy now in uh 2019 back in 81 man we were like oh my god these were just awesome was this before uh, American World from London or after? Um, I want to say after. I'm not too sure. Let me see. Because The Howling came out in June, I believe, of 91. And American Werewolf also came out uh, in 81. Let me see which came out first. Okay, August 21st, 1981 was uh, American World from London and April 10th uh, of uh, oh, the Howling came out first. So, but um, I think I talked about American World from London uh, last year, but awesome film if you guys haven't seen that. It's an amazing John Landis film and yeah, everything, everything in that film is awesome. But yeah, the the, the special effects that they use to, to create the werewolves, man. They, um, I remember when, when I first saw this, I was just blown away. But then a couple months later, we get American Wolf in London. But it was just, it was just so amazing to like, oh my god, to to see this. I mean, now with CGI, that that's how they do it. I mean, I can't, I'm trying to think of a, a newer. Um, I think it was the Wolfman, the one with Benicio del Toro. I really did like. I know a lot of people didn't like that one. I I did like. Uh, the effects of that one, you know, I think I should do that one uh, on one of these days. I'll have to dig it out and rewatch it. Um, but uh, yeah, the special effects were, were really good. I mean, like I said, they they are cheesy looking, but 
I mean, it it's still amazing what they did, man. I love it. It's the that, that's the thing about these movies that make me laugh. When when the the werewolves transform, uh, it's it takes a few minutes. I mean, and the, because there's one scene when uh, Eddie Quist is transforming into um, a werewolf, and uh, this one chick, I think her name was Terry, she's like in this office, like ah, trying to uh, just just trying to find some clues on what was going on in there. And then she comes across Eddie and he starts talking to her and then he transforms into a werewolf. Um, but I'm like, she's just standing, ah, screaming and like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? And, and he's just slowly changing. Like as soon as I saw someone just turn around and see their face bubbling and their eyes turn and teeth start getting long. And I'd, I'd have been out that door. And, and down the street yeah i'm sure the werewolf would have caught me but i would have tried my hard to get away instead of standing there and watching this person transform into this monster in front of your eyes but that's me everyone i mean <laughs> and then again it wouldn't be a movie but it's still awesome i love the transformations in this there was one scene and i, I kind of uh, I, it looked it's funny now and it, it was funny back in 81 there's a scene when uh bill and marcia uh, transform uh, into werewolves uh, after a uh, sex scene, uh, <laughs> which is funny. But um, at the very end of that, they show them, and it's uh, like animated. They're around this fire. I mean, I I look at it and I can appreciate it now. But back then in '81, I mean, well, it was like a cartoon. Um, it was just silhouettes. There was no detail uh, on them. But uh, you do what you got to do when you got to cut corners when you make these big uh, these big films uh big budget films uh how much did it cost to make this 1.5 million today that's probably nothing but back then uh it was a lot and it boxed office to 17.9 million so weighed made way uh over what they spent so that's obviously a, a big hit uh but it was a big hit man and i really do love this film i mean you can't talk about 80s horror dealing with werewolves and not bring up the howling. I mean, the howling and an American werewolf in London, those are just two of the films that you just have to talk about. Uh, but there's tons of other films, uh, dealings with werewolves that, that were out throughout the eighties. This spawned off a few, uh, other sequels. Uh, there was the howling and then I think they made four, four or five. I'm not, I, don't really remember i think i saw like the first three and then i didn't care after that because they just got to me just dumb <laughs> but uh some of you might think of this as dumb i mean i think people that think that don't like these films are the ones that um see them like now that didn't see them when they came out okay here is the list of uh, the whole franchise. I didn't realize there was so many, and I must only, I only saw a couple of them. Uh, the Howling, 81. Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf, uh, 1985. Howling 3, the... the what? <laughs> you guys know me and my trend. The, the Mars... Mar, I don't know how to say The somethings. Uh, came out in 97, uh, 87. Uh, Howling 4, The Original Nightmare. Came out in 88. Damn, it was just boom, 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 right after another. Uh, Howling 5, The Rebirth, that came out in 89. Uh, Howling 6, The Freaks, that was in 91. Uh, the Howling, New Moon Rising, 95. Then they took a long break and came back 
with the Howling Reborn. That one came out in 2011. I only seen the first. I think I just seen the first two. I don't even remember this. Okay, I remember. I'm I'm looking at the posters. Yeah, I just seen the first three. Uh, these were during the VHS days. I believe I believe the only the only one that was in the theater was the first one, and then after that, uh, yeah. But um, yeah, those are all the films uh, that are in this franchise. But uh, to me, the the only one that, that that I really enjoyed out of the three that I've seen is, is the original. Um, the ending was was really awesome. Uh, I love uh, D's performance. I mean, it's it's even in the trailer. Um, and if you guys have seen this, it, it just it just looked uh, it looked awesome. I mean, but to me, um, yeah, I don't really want to spoil the ending. I know it's an old film, and some of you guys are probably uh, you guys already know how it ends. But uh, for those of you that that are hearing this for the first time, uh, this but it's it was a cool ending. I mean, everything in this was awesome, as well as all the actors. Um, if you're a big movie buffs, you when you see these people that are in this film, you obviously know uh, who they are because you've seen them in many, many different films. But uh, I'm looking at a picture right now of one of the werewolves, and it just looks awesome. Just full, full body, full hair everywhere, big giant teeth, big snout, big giant ears. That's what I liked about these wolves. Um, the wolves had like huge snouts and, 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 and big, 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 tall ears. I mean, the, the werewolf in American Wolf in London, uh, it looked cool and everything, but then there was times where it looked, uh, mainly the scene when uh, it was chasing that guy in the subway, it looked like a, a bear because you can just see it really quick walking. And then, and then you see it again at the end, uh, kind of when it's running through uh, the Piccadilly Circus and uh, taking fools out left and right. Um, yeah, this is the, yeah, whatever. Uh, sh- uh, I want to talk about American Wealth in London again. Um, I'm also looking at another picture right now. I'm, I'm on IMDb looking at the, the pictures of these film of the howling. Uh, there's another one where it looks like they used uh stop animation. Uh, I assume clay or, or whatever they use to make, uh, they show these werewolves standing on a road. It looks awesome in the film and it looks awesome in this picture, but, um, yeah, this was, uh, there was no CGI. So this is, this is what they did uh, to make uh, films like this. And, uh, yeah, I just love this film, man. And then that was uh, 1981's The Howling. Uh, do check it out. Um, I want to say it's streaming on Amazon. I could be wrong. I could be right. Um, and I want to say it's streaming on Shudder, those of you that have that have Shudder. And let me check uh, Amazon. Let me see if it's streaming on there. It is not. Uh, the first one isn't. But if you want to watch uh, Howling 3, 4, 5, and 6. There's a, geez, there's a ton of uh, werewolf movies on here. Uh, most of them are streaming on here, except for part two and part one and uh, whatever the last one is, the one that came out, um, Reborn or whatever. Yeah, the 2011 one, that's not streaming on here. But yeah, if you've only seen the first one, 
and um, you want to see the rest, uh, like I said, part two isn't streaming on here, but from three to six, those are on here. So one, two, and the very last one are not streaming. All the other ones are. So you can definitely go onto Amazon and check all those out. Let me check out Shudder to see uh, if it's streaming on here. There's also a cool movie called Wolfen. Check that one out. Um, I really enjoyed that one. Um, how it is not on there. I'm not even sure about uh, Netflix. I'm pretty sure it's not on here, but who knows? Maybe uh, part two or or the last one's on here. Let me see, because I usually start throwing all these horror films uh, on here right uh, as we get close to uh, Halloween or October. It is not on Netflix's either. So, but let me see if there's any other horror or other um, werewolf films on here. Uh, I don't see any offhand, but if you guys know of any that are streaming on Netflix, uh, let me know. I'll definitely check it out. Um, don't think it's on Hulu either. But if it's not, not on here, it's out there. Because uh, I know that. You know, I always uh, have to whisper uh, that type of stuff. Well, it ain't streaming on Hulu either. So, but yeah, the howling is out there somewhere. Just uh, uh, set sail, and I'm sure you'll find it. All right, everyone, that's enough uh, about the howling. Uh, Joe Dante's film came out in uh, April 10th of 1981. This film is awesome. Uh, Dee Wallace, I love her. It's good, good to see her. Uh, still out there doing it and if you want to listen to an awesome review of hers go back and uh uh to the horror over to the horror returns and go into their backlog and uh they had an awesome interview with her uh, i met her once and she's a awesome and beautiful lady uh so friendly very approachable do go up and see her if you see her at uh any cons but alrighty, everyone i will be back uh if i'm not with mike i'll be by myself uh tomorrow so Till then, rock on everyone. But I have proof, and tonight I'm gonna sh show you something. Make you believe. <laughs> Holy 